we start today's episode, just to let you know, you can now nominate for the 2025 Northern Power Women Awards. To be in with a chance of celebrating with changemakers, trailblazers and advocates on the 6th of March 2025. Nominate now at wearepower.net. Women podcast for your career and your life, no matter what business you're in. Hello, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Northern Power Women podcast. I am Sam Walker. She is Simone Roche, MBE. We're here together with you every single week talking about life, work, career, and just about everything in between. And we've realized, as I was a bit late jumping onto this recording for reasons that will be explained, that this week, in fact, Everything we were going to talk about has kind of gone out the window and we're going to do, I feel we need a trumpet sound effect, (laughs) travel special. (laughs) It's a travel special, Simone. Oh my goodness, it is absolutely trains, no planes, automobiles and voice scooters. (laughs) I got planes. I got planes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. So first of all, I should say this. You've been out, out this week because when you and I first started working together, Simone, when we created the Northern Power Women podcast, goodness me, about 40 years ago now, we would sit together on trains going up and down and across and back and forth the north of England to go and meet people, have FaceTime, IRL, as the kids say. And um, meet people, record the podcast, and it was fantastic and we loved it. We spent a lot of time on trains and still to this day maintain we should have had the alternative podcast, which is everything that we talked about whilst on those trains. (laughs) But we were saying, weren't we, a few weeks ago that you kind of couldn't imagine getting on trains again. That That's not lasted long, has it, Simone? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, it was, has been one of those weeks. Um, so I was out out across Liverpool. So I had three meet, face-to-face meetings in Liverpool <sighs> on Tuesday, including um, one on scooters, but that's a whole other thing. But I am injury-free, so that's all good. And that was brilliant. So it is absolutely not just trains, planes, but it is the return of the selfie. Because <laughs> social media, I'm back. <laughs> But then, oh, back over into Manchester, first time on a train to Manchester to meet a gang of Northern Power women, Sandy Lindsay, Claire Ebry and Sharon Amesu. We were like giddy as goat teenagers. It was brilliant. We discussed <laughs> everything. We discussed politics, although I think as Sandy equated to it, um, politics is show business for ugly people. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Anyway, but we did. You know, when you literally are that kind of excitable, you've yeah. not seen each other, you've not engaged. So therefore, you have to talk about everything and in true Northern way all at once. <laughs> well, I can imagine it. But I, I think only Northern women of a certain age probably could have kept up with all the different conversation threads at once, which would have been no problem at all I think only dogs could have heard it. It was that high pitched at some point, you know. But and then, of course, to end the night, um, the train had to be delayed, so didn't get back into Liverpool Lime Street till ten thirty. So it was a long. It was it was just like going back to the old days, if you like, of train delays and cold platforms and you know all that kind of stuff. It was, but yeah, it was 
is bizarre, actually, but mm. amazing, amazing to to sort of be back in the, the the sort of the world of the great people. And as you know, at the end of last week or before, you know, last week's episode, we had team up. And on the Friday, Gina and Philly getting back down to London town, ending up having to pop them in an Uber because the trains all stopped at Rugby. And this is Friday, five o'clock. And I'm like my gut feelings telling me they're going nowhere. Anyway, ended up three hours to get from rugby because all the trains stopped. So it was, it was, it's like, it's like everything that we remembered and thought that was over and gone from our life was all kind of back, back to haunt us. But they're Northern now, Gina and Philly are now bona fide Northern. So they just gone with it. They were, (laughs) they were sorted. You'd think that trains come on there's a bit of me that thinks thank you trains for making us feel completely normal like the last year and a bit never happened because you're still stopping at rugby randomly for no reason. The other bit of me is like, come on, you've had a year and a bit where virtually no one has been using your services. Couldn't you have spent some time sorting that out? Is that too naive of me to think that? I'm guessing if there's leaves on the line that stops everything and the pandemic's really going to put the kibosh on getting anything done. But oh, Gosh, there is that there bit you of that. You, you, you want that joyful return to the golden age of travel and you're still stopping at rugby for no reason. But, oh, it, man. It's literally back to the future. <laughs> <laughs> well, in this past week, Simone Roche, I've also done something that I haven't done for nearly two years that brought me so much joy. I got on an aeroplane. Wow, where did you oh, go? Oh, my word. Well, here in the United States, I must say the pandemic hasn't quite been treated in the same way. I mean, I've been dining out in restaurants since May last year. I mean, I was sat outside and wore a mask. Most people did not. The mask mandates have dropped in a lot of shops now. People aren't wearing masks around, which does feel very strange indeed. But on uh, Friday, finished up my work in the morning, drove to the airport and flew to LA. So I can drive to LA from Phoenix. It's about seven hours. But I thought, you know what? I don't want to drive seven hours on my own because I was going to see a couple of friends, really old friends who I've known 20 plus years. Bizarrely, the three of us all used to work together at a little tiny radio station, our first radio jobs in London. And now we all live in the States, which is really strange. So I don't know what happened, what they were putting in the water of that little radio station. But now Anthony and Rick live in LA. I live here in Phoenix. So I've got on a plane and I tell you what, the air pl- the airport was packed, packed. All the pictures I've seen of the UK, of the couple of people who've gone to Portugal in, in the last week that I've known have gone, oh, look at Stansted, isn't it empty? Look at this, isn't it? It was packed. It was ramajammed at Phoenix Airport, Sky Harbour. The plane was a full plane. I sat next to one man on the way out who... <laughs> behind his mask for the whole two hour, which was the least pleasant thing that I've been through in some time. But I tell you what, you know, when you're waiting at the gate and then they call you forward and they have boarding groups here. So it's group one, group two, group three, like that. And they called you forward. And I tell you what, when you're walking down that little tunnel to get on the plane, I was beside myself, Simone. (laughs) It was so exciting. So exciting to get in that seat. So exciting to see everyone standing up and doing the exits are here, here and here. Your nearest, maybe behind you. I was like, it is behind me. Look, it was so exciting. (laughs) So it was, it was, I felt like I'd been on holiday before I even got there. It was absolutely terrific. Being able to see, though, two old friends, give them a hug 
for the first time in two years. I mean, we FaceTime, we chat, we've caught up, but to be able to stand there and literally like hold their hand and chink a wine glass with them, it is just magic, isn't it? That's exactly what I felt yesterday when I got off the train at Victoria Station, saw the Manchester Bee in the station, had the selfie with the Manchester oh. Bee, obviously, uh, oh. strode through Manchester Town, um, you know, up to Piccadilly, up to this yeah. fabulous new hotel. And we sat in this outside, uh, got, and it was just brilliant. And just, yeah, that sense of just friendship, chatter, business, mischief, beauty tips that we not even like that. Just everything. Yeah, <laughs> it's just, yeah, it was just, it was, but real. Yeah, it was, it was wonderful. We, I, I felt like a teenager. I absolutely felt like a teenager and it was, it was fantastic. So yeah, no, it was, it was weird. I mean, don't get me wrong. Don't want to do it every day, but it, I no. loved, I just loved the whole thing. It was, it felt like how it was like something for me. It was, yes, it was yeah. yeah, it was same as you. And you realise, and you realise that as great as technology has been for us over the last 18 months, there is something about meeting people, even in a business environment, which fosters that creativity. You know, I've met clients, worked with clients, wrapped projects with clients who I've never even met in the last 18 months. But I did a webinar yesterday for sort of people breaking into podcasting. I was one of the panelists and there was um, one of the people on there who I've worked with a lot over the last 18 months. And I said to him, are you in New York yet? Because he's been at his family home in West Virginia. And I said, are you in New York yet? And they said, no, 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 no. I said, because I'm going in, in June. And they were like, oh my gosh, I'm going to make sure I'm there. And we're so excited about meeting each other because we've never, ever met. And I think we're going to find over the next you know few months as as things hopefully do slowly start to show up. And you wonder, well, we had a great business relationship anyway. Where's that going to go? Unless, of course, you know, they smell, in which case that's going to be quite awkward because there's no smell of vision on Zoom. I'm, I'm kidding. Um, but, you know, it's, it's in, it's, but I also feel a bit nervous about this person I spoke to virtually every day for several months. But now I'm like, oh, I'm going to actually meet them. Oh, gosh. Feels strange, doesn't it? It does. It does. And it is. It is. But I, I do. I was kind of framing it. It's, it's almost framing it as what is your new norm? What does this new look yeah. like? You know, so um, and I know that that is that bit of oxygen that has been missing from me, if you like, is that going out and about and, you know, yeah. like you say, and doing those having those conversations that you can't always have on a well, you're not going to sit on Zoom for three hours are you and mm. actually you talk about you know those those that business magic that happens it also happens with a little cocktail that goes with it as well <laughs> I think we all know I think we all know that uh, look before we get to our life lessons because we'll need a bit of positivity after this story the one drama of the weekend and traveling in a pandemic is being reminded that you are still in a pandemic when things go wrong because I was sitting on the flight out to LA it's only an hour and uh, it was I had quite a lot of work I needed to do. So I thought, don't worry, I'm going to take my laptop. I'm going to get loads of editing done on the plane. I can get editing done as I'm waiting on the way to come home as well. I'll be sorted. I'll be able to catch up quite a lot. Got unpacked my laptop, put it on the tray table, had some ear pods in. One of the ear pods fell out. As I leant over to pick up the ear pod, my tray table slightly tilted and my laptop fell off onto the floor of the plane. What, 12 inches? 18 inches maximum? It's a pretty robust old laptop. At the exact angle it hit the floor of the plane at 30,000 feet the entire screen just broke and died 
So my friend I was staying with is a bit of a Mac genius. So I said to I thought, don't worry, I'm seeing Anthony. Don't worry, I'm seeing Anthony. It'll all be fine. He'll just say to me, oh, press this button. I'll take the back off. It'll all be mended. No, he opened it and went, oh, no, you need a new one. <laughs> Which was not what I was expecting for the weekend. Trying to get an appointment at an Apple store in LA in order just to buy a computer, impossible. I ended up in tears on Man- in Man- on Manhattan Beach on Sunday afternoon when they said to me that they could get me an appointment in four hours. And I was like, but I'm getting on a plane in two hours. <laughs> and they wouldn't help me, couldn't help me, whatever it was. I found that really upsetting. Managed then to find a Best Buy, which is kind of a bit like a Dixon's or a Curry's type store. Walked there in LA. No one walks in LA. I'm sure cars were slowing down going, why is she walking? What's going on there? <laughs> Walked to this store, managed to buy one because they had one. Got on my plane Felt like I had won at life, got home, five o'clock, you know, did all my data transfer between my old one because I could still plug it in. I just couldn't see the screen. It was managed to make it work somehow. And uh, five o'clock Monday morning when I had a big podcast recording at eight, woke up and went, oh, yeah, the new MacBook Pros, they don't have USB ports, do they? <gasps> how, how am I going to plug my microphone in? <laughs> Queue outside Walmart at 6.30 as it opened. Man, but you know what? This is what we do. We we work stuff out. We work stuff out. When we get things like that thrown at us, it was all good, and I still managed to sit down and do my recording. But that's why I was late for you today, Simone, because, of course, when you have to do every password you've ever saved, it's not there when you get a new computer. So I was like, what even is the password for this account? I couldn't find anything anywhere. So I think I need some life lessons, please. Do you know what? It's first world problems, isn't it? And anyone's got life lessons for us is Anu. Anu Kara. She is an experienced professional in-house lawyer and head of the legal for Malotra Group PLC. She's the epitome of a career woman and a mummy and she balances everything, literally balances everything, work, home, whilst keeping on point. And she is amazing. Great supporter of our Power 150 over in the northeast here are Anu's life lessons. Anu Cora, head of legal Malhotra Group PLC. Can you tell us who has been a role model for you outside of your family? Have you ever found an ally in an unusual place? My previous line manager, Martin Greenwood, has been a great role model to me. He brought me into the company I currently work for and took me under his wing to nurture me and really helped me focus on my personal development. Martin took the time to help me develop as a manager and think about my leadership style and how to foster and improve relationships with key stakeholders. When has a failure turned out to be a positive experience? At the time, it did not feel like a positive experience at all. But when I didn't do as well in my A-levels as I thought I would, it was a huge shock as I had sailed through my GCSEs with mainly A's and B's. It was possibly one of the worst experiences of my life as I was not only disappointed in myself, but I also knew I had disappointed my family. I made a promise to myself that day that I would never feel that way again. And ever since then, I have thrown myself into any piece of work 110% and managed to do well academically and professionally from that point onwards. If you are a working parent, how do you cope with the guilt factor? In short, I don't. It's constant and overwhelming at times even more so during lockdown when I would not be able to give any attention to my children other than to feed them during the day when I was working. The way I cope is to give them 110% attention during their bedtime routine and at weekends and also to put away the phone and laptop so they have my undivided attention when I'm talking to them. We do fun things like watch movies and play games together in our spare time but in all honesty they are at the age now when they want to spend less and less time with me so I don't feel as guilty as I used to do. 
When have you had to make a difficult choice about your career? I think one of the hardest choices I ever made was at the time when legal aid was being cut. I made a difficult choice in moving from immigration law to employment law, so switched specialisms completely in 2006. I thought that moving into a safer area of law that had career longevity was the right move. I was wrong, however, as fees were introduced into that regime and there was a call on employment lawyers. I was made redundant even though I moved to a firm where I thought I could be at less at risk as it was a specialist employment firm. Although at the time I was devastated, it was the push I needed to change direction and actually has been a, a huge positive for me and led me to where I am now. Have you changed careers? I haven't changed careers as such. I've always been a lawyer since I qualified and I always knew I wanted to be a lawyer and stayed on that career path since 2001 when I qualified. I made the jump from private practice to in-house lawyer, which was challenging in 2017 and it was totally out of my comfort zone. But I'm so glad I did as I have so much more job satisfaction in my role now compared to before. I would always encourage people to move out of their comfort zone as I have been encouraged to do so, as you never know where it will lead you. Thank you so much to Anu. Such brilliant words of wisdom in there. I kind of don't almost know where to begin, but I love the fact she talks about the guilt that she has with her family and she just doesn't really cope with it, she said. But just having those moments of undivided attention, whether you've got children or not, maybe it's your friends, your parents, your loved one, just actually being very present in the times you can be present, I think really does make a big difference for those times you can't, right? 100%. And one of the things that stuck out for me was she talks about how her line manager, you know, taught her how to foster and improve yeah. key relationships with stakeholders. Mm. You know, people often say that they're a people person, but actually it is a real skill. We all need to work at it to help us in our business and our, in our life. And it is really important. That's how we built this community, right? It's all about people. But Anu also encourages us to move out of our comfort zone. Yes. And as you know, as you never know where it'll lead. And, you know, and this is exactly what we've been talking about with encouraging you know our be heard campaign we had the launch mm-hmm. this week and that was what we talked about you know come out of your comfort zone because if you don't try it you'll never know so thank you Anu thank you for your brilliant life lessons and do go and sign up please for our be heard campaign it's a way that you can help empower other people but guess what whisper it empower yourself this is going to be something that is really great for you your confidence your career progression as well as those people around you so b-heard.io please do go and sign up to that campaign and we'd love you to be part of course as well of life lessons just send us an email podcast at northernpowerwomen.com we'll send you the questions and goodness me it could be you on this podcast next week so please 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 do get involved we'd love to hear from you podcast at northernpowerwomen.com so look we've kind of had a travel special simone we've talked about the travel we've both done but your adventure's only just about to begin I am literally flinging these headphones off and separating myself from the microphone. I'm dashing to the station and I'm going on my first weekend off or my first holiday, actually, with Northern Power Man. We've got four days away in Kelsey the camper van. Never been in a camper van. Very excited. We're going to the wonderful island of Anglesey. Um, But now what's the the worst that can happen, right? Rob picked the camper van up at 3 p.m. Okay. And I didn't want him to come back into Liverpool and then wait for me to finish the pod to then get into rush hour traffic. So I'm going to try and 
catch him up on the train and we're oh, going to try and... Oh, my. No, no. <laughs> so, and we're going oh. to try and, you know, triangulate. I wondered why you said you were getting on a train and going in a camper van. I'm like, you realise you have to drive a camper van. Why are you getting on a train? So you he's driving down he's, the M6 and he, you're yeah. going to try and cut him off at the pass and jump in. It, exactly. Oh, while, while the train is still moving, I'm going to work my way onto the roof and I'm going to just leap in a northern power women styley into our Fiat 500. Oh my gosh. <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? Where do exactly. we even begin? Where exactly. do we even begin? Yeah, Rob is so reactive on that phone. He answers it all the time. So, you know, not really. So, yeah, well, yeah. Well, we, we know the M6 is a motorway. There's never yeah. any problems there. Or the M56, whichever one you're jumping on. We know there's no issues there. We know oh. the trains are running completely fine. So no no <laughs> chance of any issue there. Uh, and we know that Rob always answers his phone. So I think this is just a triumvirate of joy ahead of you. Um, <laughs> I'd watch social media. <laughs> oh, my gosh. We do have to watch this. So where are you going to be tweeting this? Because we need to, you know, we need to look back. Obviously, this is happening now. So yes. by the time the pod comes out, a couple of days. But where are you going to tweet? We are, I'm going to be on Twitter and I will be on Instagram with my help me, save me. This is where I am face. But it's all good. There'll be a geo reference on there. So if you find me in Chester somewhere trying to get in a connecting train to Anglesey, that's where I'll be. So you'll be tweeting at Simone Roche. Yeah. On Instagram, Simone Roche as well. Just Indeed. retrospectively go back and watch. Maybe someone's <laughs> life slowly fall apart. No, it's going to be great. <laughs> Let's stop being silly. How fantastic. So your mini break away and Anglesey, what a beautiful place to visit. And stunning bank holiday weather, which is, yes. you know, bizarre. So, yeah, really excited just to have a little bit of sort of downtime, wild camping. So, you know. There we go. Going to they call be, it we... here. They call it in the States, boondocking. Boondocking, right. Well, boondocking. There we go. You can go I'll and boondock. Hey, we're going to go boondocking. So you can go and boondock because we've got an RV, still not mended. That's another story. Uh, so you can actually just go and boondock in the States. You can just sort of pull up anywhere and there you are. You stop. People do it in Walmart car parks, which I kind of think defeats the object. But there you go. You're near a well, little, I suppose, aren't you? Well, that's what I'm going to do. So there we go. I'm off for my first camper van experience with Northern Power Man. I feel like there's a whole other podcast on its own. But <laughs> There so is. There so is. But we know that wellness and your own time is such an important part of your business life as well. So I can't wait to hear all about it. At Simone Roche on Twitter is where you can catch up and watch the drama. Well, you'll be watching it retrospectively, but I can't wait. I really hope you have a fabulous time. Thank you so much for listening to our travel special this week of the Northern Power Women podcast. Normal business will resume next week as we talk probably a bit more about business and career and politics and life as we normally do. But thank you so, so much for listening. You can find out more northernpowerwomen.com and of course do go and submit your profile at b-herd.io. She's Simone Roche in a camper van. I'm Sam Walker in the desert. Thank you so, so much for listening. The next episode of the Northern Power Women podcast is coming your way on Monday, June the 7th. Until then, the Northern Power Women podcast is a What Goes On Media production. Ooh.